You're listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Yolanda Postel, and I'm here to encourage you to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. Let's get into this episode. Welcome to Purposeful Woman Podcast, and I am pleased and honored to have Queen Coach LaRussia. She is a humanitarian, international speaker, media mogul, and transformation strategist. She has served more than 20 years in ministry and has served as a co-pastor and women's ministry president. Under a prophetic anointing, she currently travels local and international platforms preaching, and she has preached and mentored and coached countless people and encouraged and empowered them to live beyond the residual effects of life's challenges. She is the owner of Queendom Global Radio Network, and I am so glad to have her with us today. Welcome, LaRussia. Welcome. Well, thank you, Yolanda, for having me. I am glad to be on Purposeful Woman. I, I thank you for extending the invitation to me. Uh, no, I am. I am truly honored. And it's amazing that we've known each other for all of these years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it seems like we just met each other yesterday. Yes. I, we've known each other went over 20 years. And I was just thinking about that this morning and how our lives have changed and evolved so much. And we're just still getting to know each other. You know, you have been an inspiration just seeing how you've overcome every challenge that life has come your way um, and to see that you have progressed, you have grown, and now you own multiple radio stations. I mean, I know that when you were younger, you probably never even thought that that would be in your path <laughs> no <laughs> no no I was just um as they would say minding my own business just doing life and I received a prophetic word that I would be on the radio so I started off hosting a show and many years later um owning my own station so I was just minding my own business, raising children and didn't even think um, that I would even be in media in any capacity. Now, I would have to ask you, when you were younger, what did you envision that you would be doing for a living? <laughs> I know rating your station was nowhere on the list. No, I thought I was going to go to the military. Honestly speaking, I wanted to go to the army and retire. I, I realized women could not go airborne. So that kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. But that was what I wanted to do. I wanted one son, one, one child, and I wanted to live in Germany and retire out of the military. It's funny. Um, I know at one point I wanted to join the military. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. uh, but as they say, we make plans and God laughs at our plans. <laughs> yes. 
I know I've made plenty of plans and things just went in the opposite direction of anything I ever thought about. Um, Mm. And I know that that happened for you. Yes, it has multiple times, multiple times. And when it came to launching your radio station, you mentioned that you received a prophetic word about it. How did you feel when you got that prophetic word? (laughs) Honestly, I was like, who me? (laughs) Um, I wasn't happy. I I, I was like, Lord, if it's you, okay, let it be. But I just put it on the shelf of life and I didn't think of, didn't even think of it. I just left it there. And then one day it just kept coming back up to me. Um, I guess what I realized now was I was hiding and I didn't want people to know me. Um, I loved listening to the shows and radio shows and podcasts, but I wasn't willing to share my life and my truth at that time. So I wasn't happy to come from the background to the forefront because it requires me um, to be transparent and um, be naked and unapologetic about who I am and my truth. And, you know, I completely agree because when, you know, what is the story about Gideon, I believe, in the Bible? And he was um, threshing the grain in the wine press, and God called him a great man of valor, but yet he was hiding. Yes. He didn't see himself the way that God saw him. But it seems that when you had the call to do the radio station, that it was the fear and the limiting beliefs that you had to overcome. Because, you know, when you're doing things that are comfortable to you, that are within your norm, there's no, there's nothing new about it. You know what to expect, you know what direction you're going in, but I I love the analogy that I use for myself sometimes is um, feeling like that little girl that's walking around in her mom's big heels. She's wobbling. She she doesn't know what she's doing, Um, but yet she finds her way and gets her confidence. Is is that how you felt? Yes, I felt um, like a fish out of water. I had to deal with so many doubts and fears. And one was fear of success, not fear of failure, fear of success. What is it going to look like? And uh, all of these things, I had never seen it. So when creating the show, I said, okay, first of all, what is the name of the show? And I had been talking about living out loud forever. So it was living out loud. And I just was like, God, how do you want me to do this? And he said, like talking to a friend. I didn't even realize that the show was successful because I was so afraid in my first year of doing it that every day, every time I got on the air, it was just like, okay, let me get through this, that I really didn't take time to get to really enjoy it. And I had to stop and really deal with the things in my life that were still affecting me. And and I really had to do my work so that I could really 
um, come forth in the way that God had for me to come forth. And so I had to change my thought process, change the way I saw myself, change my verbiage, really believe what God had for me, speak life over myself and be and realize that the 10 lepers as they went, their life changed. I always think about them and the the story in the Bible about the four lepers. They were sitting there. They said, if I go in the city, I'm going to die. If I stay here, I'm going to die. But they decided to go on anyway. And sometimes the fear can be so paralyzing that we're afraid to move. And for me, it was like I had never seen success, really. So I was afraid to be successful. But I had to really change that the, the the paradigm in my mind and step out and say, if God called me to do this, all things are possible to him that believe it. And I had to grab hold of faith and walk in it. And it has changed not just my mindset, but my whole life and how I think, feel, and believe about everything. Yes, because there's that saying, uh, if God calls you to it, he'll see you through it. That yes. little church quote. Yes. God causes us to prosper. He makes our path clear for us. And if he's called us to it, even though we don't feel equipped, it's something that he knows he's already given us the ability to do. It's just we have to see it in our mind. Yes. We have to know that. He hears us and he will lead us each step of the way. We may not know every step, but as you said, as they went, as the lepers went, they were healed. As they went, the transformation took place. And as they went, that requires faith to even take the steps to begin with. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. For me, the, the journey of saying yes and moving in it and having blind faith because you don't always uh we, we might see the beginning and the end but it's the it's the things in between and knowing that God is with me he's for me that he loves me and he's not you know going to leave me by myself that's what really kept me that no matter what people said, no matter the awards, no matter the accolades, it's always been the fact that we're co-partnering in this thing, me and the Lord. And through him, like I said, all things are possible. So I just wake up and I said, I can, I, I can do this. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me and keep moving forward. Even when I don't see my way. And I think for a lot of people, because they don't see it, they don't move. And that had been my story a lot. But I realized that it wasn't so much, you know, in quote unquote, the devil. It was my my fears, my doubts, and what I thought about myself that was hindering me from being successful. Now, one thing that you mentioned was not fear of failure, but fear of success. Yes. Was it more so that you were nervous that the people in your life would change? That um, that maybe those that have been in your circle, maybe it was time to for that relationship or those relationships to shift. 
because sometimes we can go in, it doesn't mean that we don't love people that are around us, but it's a new season. So sometimes the relationships around us um, no longer fit where we're at. Was that part of your hesita- hesitancy? Yes, most definitely. I was concerned because I knew that it would require me to leave my comfort zone. It would require me not to stay small or to act small. And I knew that if I stepped out and did it, it would requ- that would be uh, not the norm for the people that I was around at the time. But also... I've had a very interesting life and I was concerned about people coming forth and saying, oh, I dated her before or trying to um, get accolades or do something um, to hinder me because of my past. And so it was all of those things, these little things that I was looking at instead of saying, you know, Loretta, that hey, if it shifts, if it changes, people fall off. It's okay. God will bring new people. If that happens, you know, people come forth and say, whatever, God will protect you. Um, that I was scared of those things. And so it was like, Lord, what does that look like? What does success look like? How do I define success? And he had to really show me that. And I made the necessary changes. Did people fall off? Yes. But he brought so many more wonderful people in my life. And they were in my life, the ones that transition out for a reason and a season. And I had to be willing to embrace the people that he was bringing into my life. And that's beautiful that you were able to move forward, just put the fears and limiting beliefs inside and be unapologetically you because it really does take courage to step out and say, okay, I'm going to embrace everything that God has called me to do and everything that God has called me to be. And to know that he called you because he knew you can handle it. He assigned that to you because he knew that he could trust you. He knew he could trust you with your radio station to to glorify him and to um, just share and share your platform with people like me who you allowed my podcast to play on your platform, which I am so grateful because I know that there are so many women's lives that you touched. I love it. I enjoy it. And I enjoy hearing women share their stories. I, I love to listen to the podcasts and the different radio shows that are on the station because um, there's a message. Everyone is different and there's a different audience for everyone. And sometimes we're so concerned about who will listen, but there's an audience for everyone. And so just being able to have your show and the other shows that are on has been a blessing. And it also creates a lane that is not um, there, an all-women platform. And um, it's very limiting that is, you know, out there that it's an only wo- woman or only women network. And I did it that way because I wanted 
I had been on other platforms and worked in media in different arenas. And I was always, or there was always only three women, so to speak, in media when I, you know, did uh, media for the WNBA or different things like that. And I wanted to always create something that where women owned it, women ran it, and it was all about empowerment. And so to have you on the um, Queendom Global Network, it has been phenomenal. And I have thoroughly enjoyed your shows. You have great content. Thank you so much. I I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the encouraging word. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Because it, it's true <laughs> that it is a blessing to me. Well, thank you. Now, women, there's always... One thing I can't stand, and I know you've seen it too, is in media. They always portray women, well, I can't say always, but a a lot of times they portray women as um, being catty, being unsupportive, trying to tear each other down. Have you had any experience like that, or have you always been around strong, supportive women? I, if I have been around catty women, I don't even realize it. Um, the women I have been around have really been supportive. They have their own lane. They're doing their thing. And they have really been all about, we can do this. Like I said, I'm working with the WNBA and then doing media for the Clippers and their G League and things of that nature, being around women that are doing it, that are supportive, that are encouraging. There is no competition. We want each other to win. That's what I've experienced more so than anything. And I hear people say it often that there's a lot of women around that try to tear you down. And I'm pretty sure that I've had some in my circle, but I didn't recognize it or I didn't focus on it because it was more for me than against me. In my experience in life, I've had more strong, supportive women than um, than women that are in the other category. And it could be mindset where a person's mind is at. They say that you attract where you are at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so if you're surrounded by strong, supportive women, it just means that you probably just have always had a, a strong, supportive mindset. Yes. Or, you, you know, to support others. I come from, uh, my aunties are very supportive of everything that I do. Um, they're on Facebook constantly. Um, I appreciate you, but they've always um, supported me. So I've always had a, a really great support system. I didn't always see it that way um, growing up, of course, <laughs> but I appreciate it because it really stable. It, it helped me to be stable. It helped me to be focused. And even when I lost myself and because sometimes we do um, being a mother and a wife at a very young age, I lost my sense of self and I was so focused on marriage and my kids and and I was miserable, just being honest within myself. But I had to get back to 
what I know to be true about myself and that I come from strong women. I come from focused women. I come from intelligent women. And, and it kind of just branched off to the people that's around me. And I'm so grateful for that. Well, I'm grateful that you were able to pull yourself up. And one thing you just mentioned that I thought was very important was how women can sometimes lose themselves in just trying to take care of their family in day to day. So it's so important for women to maintain who they are, their identity and who God has called them to be. Yes, and not let that go. Absolutely. And when, when, for me at the time, you know, Robert was in the military. So we, I left Long Beach, moved to San Diego, which to some may not be a big jump, but it was for me. And not being around family, not being around my mother, my dad, my grandparents. Um, it really... It put me in a state of mind where, because he was out to sea a lot, it was just me and my kids. I didn't know anyone. And that was a very lonely, scary time, um, trying to figure it all out. And I realized that I gave up everything that I had and moved away. And I, and I didn't realize that I was grieving the loss of myself my identity and my um, my support system. Everything I knew on a day-to-day basis was now changed and I was by myself to figure it out. And that's that's tough. And I think you know, a lot of women feel like they're on an island alone sometimes when yeah. especially when it comes to being being young mothers and raising families, but it's so important to find a support system. And I know church was one of those support systems at probably for you at that time. Yes, that was the only sense of family I had at the time. Um, they became, I wouldn't say my everything, but they were very meaningful and they played a very integral part or intricate part in my life uh, where that's why I was at church all the time. We were there, <laughs> we were there a lot. And, uh, but at that time I needed that. I needed that to keep me going. I needed that to keep me focused because I was really doing life afraid. I was afraid. And I can honestly admit that I was afraid and I was so scared that I would not be a good mother. I would not be a good, this, it really wasn't, I wouldn't be a good wife. I was more focused on, how to parent my boys. Uh, would I be successful at that? And I was really hard on myself. And I realized I was, I was doing more harm than good to myself and to my children. And I said, you know, Larissa, you just have to relax and you have to enjoy life. And I can honestly say that I didn't enjoy my twenties because I was so busy trying to be the best mother and and perform and do all these different things that I was doing that I didn't even, one day I sat down and say, who are you? What do you like? What do you want? And I really realized I didn't know. I had lost myself. 
completely. So I had to rebuild my life and I had to go back to the foundation. Uh, what was my foundational truth? What were my foundational beliefs? And go from there. I mean, and you rebuilt your life all right. I and mean, some of the things that you have done from from being a pastor and women's ministry, the radio station, working for the WNBA. I mean, you have done it all. <laughs> I mean, that, how many people have a bio that includes all of that in there? Amazing, amazing bio. To me, I always say, when people say that, I go, I always get that look like, what have I done? <laughs> okay, I always feel like I'm just starting, you know, but uh, I, because not pastoring any longer has opened the door for me to travel and to speak in different places and really do what's on my heart to do to feed the homeless, to make sure women's rights are upheld and all the other things that I've always wanted to do, but didn't know how to do or how to get it done. Now I have crossed over into that. And I'm so grateful for the time, the 10, 11 years that I pastored, but I'm also so grateful for this opportunity to be able to step into something else that will cause women to ascend to cause them to wake up, to to be their authentic self, to stop hiding, to love themselves unapologetic, to make sure that women have food, clothes, water, shelter, um, personal hygiene, um, to make sure that women are not, um, be, young girls are not becoming child brides. So I am so excited about the new, where I'm at in my life currently. And I love to see just the woman that you have become and how you have evolved through the years. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to, to see. And it's also an encouragement and a testimony of what God can do in a person's life if they allow him to. Yes. Yes. That the key part, if they allow him to. Yes, exactly. Now, what type of projects do you have in the works or um, offerings do you have at the moment that you can share with the audience here? Well, currently I'm doing Queendom Living Academy. Um, This academy is for high-achieving, high-functional women that look like they have it all together, but they really don't. Um, And what I mean by that is they're struggling in the area of self-love, self-care, um, relationships and things of that nature. So um, it's helping them. It's a three-module um, course. Um, it's a three-week course. It's reconnecting with your authentic self. That's one. Um, module two is rewrite your story or your life story. And number three is rebuild your life. And so in the, starting November 20th, that's when class will start. So that's what I'm currently doing, um, doing the Queendom Living Academy. And I just launched um, Heal a Woman, Heal the World International, where I do a lot of my humanitarian work through that with women equality, women's rights, helping um, feed, um, we've fed people in the Gambia, 
um, Nigeria and other countries and made sure that they had personal hygiene, um, especially during COVID. So those are the two things that I'm currently working on right now. That is amazing. And how can women get in, how can the audience get in touch with you? What is the best way for them to reach you? Besides connecting with me on social media, uh, um, they can reach me at, on my website at queencoachlarusha.com. Queencoachlarusha, Larusha spelled L-U-R-U-S-S-I-A.com. That's a, a great way to be able to connect with me. Thank you so much. I, again, appreciate you for taking time out of your day to be a guest on this podcast. I am so honored and I just can't wait to see how God continues to use you in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and thank you to your listening audience for taking out time to listen. I greatly appreciate it. I love you and I can't wait to see what all God has in store for you and your audience as well. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Go to movingtowardspurpose.com to download the free mini guide, Four Steps to Align Your Life with Your Purpose. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Yolanda M. Postel. Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to listen to each episode at your convenience. To hear each new episode dropped weekly, tune in to queendomglobalnetwork.com on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 p.m. Eastern. And as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, walk in faith, and allow God to lead and guide you.